A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Do you want to spend $1500 on a new graphics card? Matt, good news. You could. I mean, I do want to, but my wallet slash bank account has other ideas. Like, we can afford two? You can buy one <laughs> graphics card, or you can buy two PlayStation 5s. So we're going graphics <laughs> card. <laughs> Welcome. <clears throat> Welcome. Yes. Another week. Another week. The <clears throat> first week, believe it or not, of September. We have already gotten here. That's factual information. Uh, and this is the Gamers 2 podcast for September 4th. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest, like 4 it doesn't matter. A really expensive graphics cards. I can't remember if they were fourteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. Fourteen ninety nine. Oh, that dollar. They save you that dollar. Dot nine nine plus tax. <laughs> so depending Sink. on where you are, fifteen sixty five maybe. <laughs> when all when all's said and done. Plus, that's if you found it at MSRP. So that's if you find it, which is if you find <laughs> it, which is if we were in October because they're not out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let there be light. I was like, it seems really dark in here for the way we normally do this. And I just kind of like looking around and looking at you and I was like, oh, light's not on. <laughs> Man, that'd be why. <clears throat> well, we'll get to the graphics cards eventually, I guess. I guess. Can't wait for that. But if you wanted to spend money on other things, Matthew. If you wanted to spend your money more wisely. Debatable. Debatable if it's wisely. But here we go. List of new releases for this week. Starting with Ari, 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 and The Secret of Seasons for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Crusader Kings 3 for the PC. The Elder Scrolls Online Stonethorn DLC. Do they have a new DLC like every month? Uh, no, but here's the problem and why you might think that. It comes out on PC first. Good job. So now it's out for PlayStation and Xbox. Also, I have called out two in the last like three months, I think. Yeah. Uh, Evergate comes to PC. MX versus ATV All Out comes to Switch. 
Hi, Max. Uh, number six, Super Bomberman R online goes to Stadia. Uh, number seven, Cookout, a sandwich tail, comes to PC VR. Spellbreak officially comes out to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. WRC 9, which is World Rally Championship 9, comes out to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The Coma, or Coma, Coma? Is that Coma or Coma? Coma, 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 Coma 2. The Coma 2, Vicious Sisters to the Xbox. That was a Matt level, like, brain aneurysm you just had, by the way. I was like, <laughs> Coma, Coma, 2Ms, which one has it? <laughs> comma, got it. All right, Coma, 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 Coma. Copacabana. <laughs> All right, number 11. Doraemon, mm. Story of Seasons. Wait, didn't I just say Story of Seasons? Oh, Secret of Seasons. A Secret of a Season and a Story of a Season. Coming to PlayStation. Uh, number 12, Marvel's Avengers for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. It is officially out. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was coming out this week. So I'm like, I want to see what reviews are. I'm looking them up on my, my phone. Wait, there's like a thing on Metacritic now, right? A delay? Uh, I believe there's supposed to be a 48-hour delay. Son of a bitch. Okay. I mean, for Metacritic, I'm sure you can still go find a site's review because IGN's not going to not put up the review. No, they got some reviews up on Metacritic. Okay. Oh, it's users. I think it's users that aren't allowed to because they don't want the users to review bomb. But the ones that are listed as critics can. That face wasn't good. I just saw a user, like, some of the user scores are up. I don't know if it's, like, uh, who knows. What, whatever the fuck they, they're doing. Uh, maybe they had, maybe that user had it since Tuesday when the mm. promo ones went out. 72 is the, uh, is the critic, critical score. Which isn't bad. It's not good, not bad. It's average. Uh, user score is floating... Uh, on PS4, 5.8. There's nothing for PC. And Xbox is 3.8. So they're they're review bombing, for sure. Shocker. I want to say I'm surprised. Number 13, Paradise Killer for the PC and Switch. Number 14, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And to my surprise, because I wasn't ready for it, NBA 2K21 is out for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Time flies when you're having fun. That is true. A lot of fun to be had. I should probably take number one. Yeah? Yeah. It's because it's long? No, because I know what it is. Okay. All right. And I wrote it with semi-more knowledge of shorthanding it almost. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Besides, you taking number two also makes sense. So. Also. Maybe. I mean, it's just a big... A vomit of information that is junk. I should change the subtitle of this podcast to a vomit of information. <laughs> yeah. Gamers 2. A vomit of information. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> like you tell me. Alrighty. So number one of our flashy news headlines. In celebration of the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers, Nintendo had a direct. And here are all, roughly, of the announcements. 
The OG Super Mario Brothers is coming to a game and watch handheld device. The device also functions as a clock and comes with, according to them, 35 little touches to discover. Don't know what that means. It also allows you to play Super Mario Brothers, the lost levels on it, as well as the updated version of the game and watch ball game starring Mario. And that will be out November 13th. So is this a real watch? Like it's just a watch? No, no, no. Game and Watch is a title of a like brand. Oh, so this oh. is a full. You it's would think a handheld. Of it, think of it as a handheld. Okay, but also can be used as a clock because it has the ability for like a, a digital clock face mm, in it. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. So I like the idea of a watch better that I could play Mario on. I mean, that's just called a smartwatch, probably if you could just mod it correctly. You just turn the dial on it, and that's what jumps. But it's it, you'd have to go to the Mar- you'd basically be playing Super Mario Run, where you auto run, and then mm-hmm. just have to jump. Yeah. yeah. Number two of those announcements: Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury will come to Switch on February twelfth, twenty twenty one. The beginning of the Wii U titles, or well, of the Wii U Mario titles coming to Switch. The Wii U. Good games. Horrible ter- hor- horrible hardware. That poor, poor console. One of the few consoles you can officially say was definitely put out to pasture relatively quick. Mm-hmm. And like a limp horse, put down. The next one was an interesting one, Matt. Because Super Mario Brothers 35 is a... Battle Royale a la Tetris 99 style. Style. Stala. Stalin. <laughs> no joke. When we said Joseph Statlin or whatever, or Stat- Staten last week, the guy mm-hmm. that went to go fix the Halo thing, I yeah. just kept reading Joseph Stalin every time. I was like, thank God I didn't have that story. This was the one. So I I looked at the Nintendo Direct, and this was the first thing I looked at. And I just looked at it, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on. So in Super Mario Brothers 35... You play against 34 other players playing through Mario levels. Last one standing wins. If you defeat an enemy, you can drop enemies on your opponents. It's a whole thing. You're all running through the same levels. Progress. It's If you've played Tetris 99, that but Mario. And only 34 people. Uh, da, da, da. It will be lit. Oh, why did I write that? Oh no, that's two eyes. That's two eyes. That's two eyes. Capital I. Will be exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online members starting on October first. Excuse me, and will be playable until March thirty first, twenty twenty one. In a weird move, Nintendo has explicitly stated it doesn't plan on letting anybody play Super Mario Bros. thirty five after March thirty first. So it is specifically available from October first to March thirty first. I don't understand. Hey, you got to boost numbers going into the end of a fiscal year, Matt. Yeah, but then why why, why take it away and say, no, you can't have it anymore? To boost the numbers. Because if you let them just have it afterwards, what stops them from doing it then? No, force them all into it now. Do you think we'll get it again later? You think they're just going to be like, nah, we threw that one out. It's gone. I... Like, this is just a weird thing, concept to wrap your head it's, around. It's Nintendo. So they very much could just go... No. And everybody would be like, uh, but I oh, liked it. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Because Nintendo usually doesn't do... I mean, they do some weird stuff, but also, how many times have they... I don't, I don't, I don't know the historical track record, but given in to fan wants and complaints. I can't I, think of any. Other than extending the warranties on the Joy-Con drift thing, but that was like a legal issue. Yeah, that, that was because legal issues started getting raised, and they're like, okay, 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 okay. Usually they just ignore it. And everyone loves Nintendo so much that they just stop talking about it. Yeah, eventually there will be a new... They'll put a, a, a new shiny thing to make you forget. Then, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is the next entry into the kart racing series. Series. The difference here is that it is an AR experience. You control a physical kart and can create courses around your home or workplace, if you can get away with it, wherever you want to race. Coming on October 16th, 2020. So when you say physical cart. So you remember how in toy sections you could have the remote control Mario Karts? Yes. Okay. So it's similar to there's one of those, but it has a camera over the driver. Almost like a little GoPro, basically. Okay. That you connect to your Switch. And you have these... I think you, I don't know if you physically, I, if I remember right, I don't think you physically get the gates with it, but they, in the video for it, they use these little like gates to show where you're supposed to drive, like gates, real world, basically cardboard stanchions. Uh, but you set the car down, you do a lap of whatever you want to make the lap be. So you basically write, you know, yeah. path, path your racetrack, then it drops everything in and then you race by driving that car around. On the Switch. And it populates all the other AI and shells and everything. You get hit, it'll stop. It'll, you know, it'll spin you out. The car will actually come to a stop. It's got potential. This has potential. The, it was, I was watching, I was like, that is actually super interesting. So not, enough for, we... not enough for me because I'm not going to buy it because I'm not going to be the guy just racing around my house alone. But what if we scale it up to cars? To, well, we could do cars. I was going to be a little bit more conservative and say like actual go-karts. I was just going to say the new Teslas. Okay. The new Teslas. It's one of the included games. Yeah. <laughs> you are playing on the the 18-inch touchpad in the center console, driving yourself around. And then somebody runs by and just hits you with a turtle shell and you come to a full brake stop. Uh, what if we like incorporated this into like just actual driving? So like every car gets like one like blue shell or one like green shell a day. And if like you have road rage and someone pisses you off, you can like green shell them and then their car stops and you just keep going. I listen, I've asked for much more than that, (laughs) but that would make me happy. That would be great. There'd be a lot of murder though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the whole thing comes down to, like, if I'm driving on the highway and I hit somebody, how do they stop? Like, does it force their... Yeah, you get flashers, it slowly merges yeah, them Yeah, it slowly merges them over and everything is all good. Okay, cool. I'm mm-hmm. all for it. They just on, stop. The, on, on the opposite <laughs> side, if I'm... If we're both going 65 or something, I shoot the shell out, hit them, I... It, Basically, it would works uh, how you have submarine missile systems, 
where you see it tracking and then you get the little notification that it hit. So you know it hit and you see them immediately brake lights come on and you're just <laughs> <laughs> also fun. Yeah. Also would be entertaining. As long, the only problem is you oh. this goes if we had a fully connected society and all cars were together. Mm-hmm. So you knew I did that. You saw the shell come out from me and everybody was like, okay. We know what's about to happen. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. It's like we need some minority report level traffic. <laughs> yeah. And we also need a lot more other problems that that would involve. Yeah. It's just a thought. All I'm saying is it's the nicer version of GTA in real life. I mean, it's basically GTA right now. If so. you if you hit the ink splot thing, you lean out of your window and throw an entire can of oil on somebody's front <laughs> windshield. <laughs> just, uh, just have a banana, a bag of uh, banana peels. You're just like, yeah. If if <laughs> so, I've seen the videos of people doing that in go karts of uh, doing the whole joke of driving around a go kart, drop a banana peel, and your friend comes up behind you and hits it and purposely like spins himself. Mm. If we were doing that in real cars with enough people that knew the joke going down the highway of just you see a banana peel get launched <laughs> out of the window and you're trying to like swerve <laughs> out of the way of it. Oh, man, the danger you would put people in, but it would be entertaining. Could be a cool YouTube video for someone out there. You know, get on The go-kart one I know was done by Remy uh, Galliard? French guy. I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. G-A-L-L-I-A-R-D. Anyway. Super also coming in that uh, Nintendo Direct, which was not in any way endorsing... (laughs) What we've said. Uh, Super Mario All-Stars, which includes Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, and the Lost Levels, is now available through the Super NES Online Collection app on the Switch. That's their old emulator software that they use. But hey, that's a lot of Super Mario. That is. Speaking of more Super Mario, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which includes Super Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. The games have been optimized for the Switch and come with the iconic soundtracks for the games as well. The collection will release on September 18th, 2020, with a similar caveat of only being available for purchase until March 31st, 2021. I don't understand. Got a boost. And it doesn't make sense for the end of the fiscal year. I mean, the... Animal Crossing sold too well, and investors only want upswings. So we have to f- increase by fake demand. <laughs> Got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. That one is still playable past the 21st, but, or, you know, March But you 31st. just can't buy it after But you can't 31st. buy it after that. So here's the real problem. Y'all remember Flappy Bird. <laughs> I was just going to say, because the whole, currently doing it with the Fortnite iPhones. Exactly. Fortnite iPhone, same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, those will be a little different only because when, depending on how Epic ends up fully handling it, you can't update Fortnite to play the new stuff. But yeah, same idea. If you have a Switch after March 31st, 2020, or a Switch profile, Nintendo profile, whatever, that owns that game, in theory... You will have better resell ability if you wanted to sell your account because that game is no longer available to be bought. 
So, if you are a weird entrepreneur, <laughs> go to Nintendo after October. Was it October? So after September 18th, with a bunch, create a bunch of accounts. Buy this game on every single account. Wait till after March 31st. Then see what the market is because you now have a game that can't be purchased again. And then just sell the accounts as you so need. All right, what if Nintendo... Like, what if that game comes out and, you know, comes up to the case of, like, I'll pay somebody $180 if they have an account with this game. Because, what I mean, the, what were the Flappy Bird phones going for that still had it installed? They were it was st- an obscenely, obscene amount of money. It's like, if you had a Switch that had, doesn't have this game, and you have a Switch account, or do you... That's the other thing. You don't even need a Switch for this scam. Scam in air quotes. You don't even need a Switch. You just need a Nintendo account... Which are free. It's free real estate. It is. Um, and the only thing you're banking on is hoping that the price goes up. What at if, worst, though... At worst, you can't lose money. What if it's a bait and switch and Nintendo makes them all free after March 31st? Oh, I don't think they'll do that. I think you'd have a better chance of them just lifting the 31st restriction. I'm just saying. Hypothetically. What yeah. if? Well, then, you know, you took, you're took. you supposed to be an entrepreneur. That means you lose some, you'll win some. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an interesting proposition if you had a potential and, you know, I'm not saying your return would be massive, but if you were somebody. I mean, if it you were, could be massive. It could be massive. It's Nintendo we're talking about. These people are ravenous. Right. And if you're somebody that has enough disposable income to begin with to drop the required... It's the whole thing with, you know, you talk to certain you gotta people. Got to have about, money to make money. Same thing you talk to people about stocks, right? They're like, you know, you get some people that start, I started with $5 and I managed to turn it all around. And you're like, okay, cool, good for you. But the majority of anybody else is like, if you don't have $2,000 right now to lose, you can't make money. But that's the whole thing. At worst case, at true worst case, like Matt said, they just randomly make them free. That's kind of a problem for you. <laughs> if they don't, you at worst sell them for what you bought them for. At best, they go up by even a dollar and you've made profit. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Profit. And with these rumored new Switch skews, you know, people are going to be buying consoles again. Anyway, the final tidbit from this Nintendo Direct. There are a bunch of in-game events across multiple games happening across, across, happening. Boy, I went back to correct myself for absolutely no reason. There are a bunch of in-game events across multiple games happening to celebrate the Mario Brothers 35th anniversary. Mm. There's clothing merchandise that you can buy. There'll be Super Mario themed Animal Crossing furniture to get. Super Mario Puma sneakers called the RS Dreamer Super Mario 64. There's Super Mario Monopoly and Jenga, Super Mario and NES Lego sets, and more Super Mario things basically everywhere. Super Mario... (sighs) Name it, it exists. Officially licensed now because before it existed as well, but not licensed. So I was trying to think of something. I couldn't think of anything. This is also the fun time to remind you that his name is indeed Mario Mario. 
How is how, the Mario Bros? So it's oh. Mario Mario. How is it? Made so, Luigi Mario. How is this game so popular? I'm sorry. How is Echo <clears throat> the Dolphin so popular? It's not. You Shit. only got one of them. Shit. No, actually, there's two. There's two. Wait, there's two? Yeah, I think there was an Echo, Echo, Echo the Dolphin, too. Well, we talked about the second one. I wonder why. Because they nobody, couldn't get be, through the fucking I, first I, one. I say, to be fair, it's because nobody <laughs> talked about the first one either. Until we bring it up as a joke on this podcast. I'm going to beat it someday. No, you're not. <clears throat> Matt. You know, you don't have to ruthlessly call me out on these things, all right? You can let me have a glimmer of hope. I swear I'm going to do this. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Tell you what. I'll pay you 100 bucks when I see it. <laughs> All right. Well, now there's an incentive. Yeah. You, have, you also <laughs> have to find a working copy. I think I have one still. If you don't have one, it'll be at least $100. So at best, you break even. Because <laughs> you're going to have uh, to find the game, plus the console, and controllers, and somehow get that to work on your TV. It's possible possible you know what i still have dreamcast don't know why still have it now we just gotta get a projector tv (sighs) build our own 1992 man cave yeah i guess projectors making a comeback so confused by that projector tvs oh not tvs just projectors Oh, I mean... I thought you were talking about, like, just... No, project- no, no, I mean projection You're talking about... Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Those things were much Like, hey, let's, lo- let's lift this 700-pound thing up these stairs, because I want it on the second floor. No, you don't. You psychopath. You carry it up there, then. I'm not doing that. I'm going to hurt my back. No, projectors, I can see, kind of. I've always joked about the idea of getting a projector for the house, mm-hmm. and then playing Smash or Mario Kart on that side of the house, just projecting it back on the house. Is a giant flat side of the house and just have everybody sit out there, drink, and play video games against a giant house. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. Just white. I know. got a projector we could borrow. That <laughs> just prop it on there and be like, <laughs> all right, let's go. So bad it's like end Game of done. summer. You know, we could probably finagle that. Yeah, I mean, we can do it there, or we can project it on the garage and all sit in the driveway. Just turn off the light so it's not, you know, buggy, and boom. There it is. Hmm. To, I mean, we can still finagle it, even though it's the end of summer. It's not... I have to get back to you on that one. I'm never against uh, fall drink night drinking. Beautiful fall weather. Play some games when it gets dark. Build a fire. Smoke I'm, some cigars. I'm not against... Uh, yeah, I still have all the cigars. Make terrible decisions. Which that was just three of them in a row. So, speaking of more terrible decisions, uh, hey, hey, do you want to lose money? <laughs> speaking of speaking of money pits, Nvidia revealed its new GeForce RTX 3070, 3080, and 3090 graphics cards during its GeForce special event on Tuesday. Uh, the RTX 3080, which was described as the quote flagship card of the lineup, will be available starting at. $700, uh, delivering up to, quote, twice the performance of the RTX 2080 at the same price, end quote, with 10 gigabytes of GDDR6X memory. This is going to be, like, so much nerd shit in this. In this, How many flops? I didn't put flops here. No flops in this one. No, I'm pretty sure it's 20-something. But... It's, yeah, it's like, it's double. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in the 20s. Yep. 
of the flops. Uh, it will be released September 17th. Uh, coming in October, you will uh, will be the RTX 3070 with 8 gigs of GDDR6, the non-X version. Um, the 3070 will be uh, $499, $500, and the CEO of NVIDIA claims the card will be faster than an RTX 2080 Ti, which is hard to believe. Uh, rounding out the lineup is the behemoth RTX 3090, which NVIDIA has dubbed the BF GPU. What do you think that stands for? Best frame rate. You know what? It's almost as stupid as that. It's stupid. It's actually more stupid than that. Oh, all right. Well. Uh, that would actually make sense. You know, or they could have just been cool and said it's the big fucking GPU. But that's no. what I was gonna initially go with, and that's what I thought it was actually gonna be because the BFG is the whole joke. It's a big fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Big ferocious GPU is what it stands for. Oh my god! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and says that it's the world's first eight K eight K gaming GPU. Uh, Nvidia invited people such as former G4 host Adam Sessler and Kind of Funny's Tim Geddes to play Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and Control in AK at 60 frames per second. The card, which is up to 50% faster than the Titan RTX, uh, will feature 24 gigs of GDDR6X VRAM and will be available starting September 24th at $1,500. Uh, we won't dive too deep into the details about these cards because, honestly, it's probably boring most of you. Um, but one of the interesting features is RTX IO, uh, which will enable, quote, rapid GPU-based loading and game asset decompression. Uh, in conjunction with Microsoft's Direct Storage API, RTX IO will offload asset loading and decompression work from the CPU to the GPU. Uh, this will allow the same kinds of benefits that Microsoft and Sony have touted with their next-gen consoles, uh, and w- that includes their NVMe SSDs, uh, near-instant loading times, uh, asset streaming that supports expansive and highly detailed open worlds, and improved frame rates. Whole ton of garbage that just came out of my mouth. Um, if you're a big old fat stinky nerd... Like hey, me. I don't need to get attacked, all right? Like me. I wasn't attacking you. I was attacking me. Uh, you weren't attacking me directly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of details online. And if you are into the the hardware side of things, it is pretty interesting because there are... It's the biggest change NVIDIA has made to their to their GPUs in a very long time. Three generations, I think, probably. Yeah, so... In terms of, like, over end-over-end mm-hmm. upgrades. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, don't, I mean, obviously, we, we always take NVIDIA's supplied performance numbers with a very, very... Small. Small, tiny grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, so, come September, whenever, we'll see what, what happens. It'll definitely be interesting. I mean, I'm always intrigued. Uh, the The best was seeing the the memes immediately coming out of console gaming finally caught up to or get, is really narrowing the gap on PC oh, yeah. gaming. The the train hitting the bus one was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, here comes console gaming. Boom! Well, there it goes. Never mind. I mean, it makes sense. It it the jump from the ten series to the twenty series was, was very very sm- small. So, yeah, we'll see. I have like a personal problem with the event, but I'm not going to talk about it on here. I'll talk about it to you after. I, uh, I didn't watch it, so no, I didn't either. It's, it's something you read. Oh, with a certain situation, I was just like, "What? Why? That doesn't make sense at all." Uh but yeah, no, it's entertaining. Oh, the people playing games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That Adam specific- Sessler, I could, I could, I, I could swallow that one better. I think just because, like, kind of, yeah, it's random enough. Yeah, Tim. Don't get me wrong, I love Tim, but not who I'd consider a PC gamer. That's the issue. I mean, he loves visuals and stuff like that, but it's like, you're, yeah, 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 whatever. That's what it is. That's who they hired. That's what it works. Can you imagine, though? Let's think about this for a second. 8K at 60 frames per second. Yeah, pending you have everything else. An 8K monitor. You know they have 8K TVs out. Yeah, and now you need an 8K monitor, too. Like That's the whole, that's always the the semi-kick when we, and we've talked about this year after year after year until this becomes norm do you, we need the displays to match you can output do you feel 16k like, cool i don't have a 16k monitor do you feel like or it's TV. speeding up though i feel like it's speeding up like the whole the res, it's like a resolution war almost like i feel like it's well, that's the only thing they have now to yell about because they're not going to go yell. They're not. You're not going to see. You're not going to have anybody yell a thousand frames. Yeah. Although that would be pretty fucking cool. What are we? Three sixty now. I think is is uh, hertz. Is hurt. I mean, yeah. Three sixty hertz. I know hertz is in frames, but that's the what? Unless there's a four hundred one that I'm not remembering. I think three sixty is like the the one now. Yeah. It's you're you're looking at a monitor that currently would be. 4K or higher with 300 and some odd hertz of G-Sync, variable sync, whatever. But yeah, I I think the resolution race is going. It's just that the resolution race is going because they kind of can't talk about anything else. Yeah, they don't. There's nothing really. There's no new frontier. Yeah. So we're going to keep beating down this frontier until we don't have until we find the way to switch the other thing. Because before it was that, but it was all. Uh, we were in the resolution war, kind of, but the whole thing with 4K, for the most part, was let's add a f- yellow. So we went from three colors to four. Mm-hmm. Not that's not what the 4K means, but like we went, we added in that extra ink cartridge into the printer, and you're like, holy shit! You're telling me now I have to buy four cartridges, and when I'm out of the yellow one and I want to print black, it won't work. Oh, rage inducing, but that's printers. The thing going forward is, yeah, the resolution race is, it, it, you know, you're right. It's going faster, but can you walk into Best Buy and buy an 8K off the wall? Do they sell more? It, and if they do, do <laughs> they, do they sell more than one? Um, or is it just, it's your typical there's Sony's 8K. Yeah. There's like, we got. there's a, you know, your typical Sony, LG, Samsung. Yeah. Each one has an 8K TV. I don't actually... No, they do. I think LG does as well. Um, 
but they're still like I don't know. I enough that I didn't even look at the prices on them because yeah. they're yeah they're still too high. I mean they exist, but they're still too much. And I don't, well, I mean, too much is relative. Mm-hmm. They're probably priced correctly for new age advancing yeah. tech. That's they're I think they if I remember correctly they were like you know somewhere between five and ten thousand dollars, which is fair for what you're getting. Yeah, for what you're asking for, that isn't a norm yet. Makes sense. Like the we tried to go 3D. That doesn't make sense. We that was out. fucking. Dumb. We tried to do curve. Oh god, that was even a, worse. We tried, we tried to do curve on a large scale, and nobody did the 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 horizontal curve. Everybody's doing vertical curves. Mm-hmm. Give me a horizontal curve, so I can look down while I'm playing. And up. No, I, I want. Really, I don't really want that. But I'm just, you know. I want like discussing what we've tried. I want mega thin to be like more of a thing than it is. I don't need mega thin. I need no bezel. Yeah, that's true. Small bezel would be more important to me than mega thin. Mm-hmm. Also, they, they're kind. Of, that's kind of like a thing, though. Like I didn't can, realize how can, small bezels are now. You can find. Even some have small bezel versions mm-hmm. that might be like a different letter on their SKU where it's, oh, this is the XMLG 7. And then the XMLG 8 has a half inch thinner bezel. And you're like, ooh, not that a bezel's ever an inch, but you know what I mean? The kick is, even with 8K, and I know 60 frames, and somebody will start yelling, oh, you can't see above 60 frames an inch. Shut up. That's not true. I know. <laughs> but the gold standard, for the most part, is 120. Don't get me wrong. 240 and 360 and everything like that started looking great. Diminishing returns. But but when I'm running 2K games at 120, or well, sorry, at 144 on my Dell monitor, nice little beauty over there. Oh, they're pretty. They're pretty good. So that's still where it is. It's like you can keep going up and up in res, but your frame should come with like there's gotta there's gonna have to be another point where it's okay, we've got to 8K. Cool, we're there. Okay, now we've got to 8K 60, now we've got to 8K 120, now we've got to 8K whatever. Okay, now we can take the next step in resolution again and go to 12 or whatever the hell I start counting by at that point. I'm gonna wax something over here. I keep Turning more and more Italian than you with ours. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll talk about that more probably when they're released. Or at least when benchmarks come out. Yeah. So you know Digital Foundry will be just pumping out benchmark discussions. And especially when Cyberpunk comes out. Because that's the one they were really touting. Cyberpunk will be the first. So, the Crisis remastered specs, or uh, recommended specs leaked, and they're actually reasonable. So, it's like, all right, come on, you're not Crisis if you're not asking me for the RTX 3090. Mm-hmm. Come on. But nobody's going to use that game to bench. They're going to use Cyberpunk to bench. Yeah. So, in November, they'll, well, let's put it this way. They'll bench with what they have now. Yeah, then which they'll is bench like, again in November when they actually have a uh, side-by-side driving down the road. 
when they have cyberpunk to actually really push it to its biggest limits. Or maybe there's something I'm forgetting. I don't know. Number three, though, Matt. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment is no longer up for sale, according to Bloomberg. The outlet is citing people familiar with the situation, saying that AT&T has removed its video game division from its list of non-core assets up for sale. Yeah, uh, we kind of... I think we briefly touched on the fact that it was kind of stupid to sell Warner Brothers in a way because they have a lot of uh, good IP. Yes. So, yeah. Keeping that one. Good for them. Proud of them. Proud of you. Uh, It's also funny given the post-DC fandom. Yeah. And everything. It. I'm wondering if they were like, let's sell it off before that happens in case something goes wrong. Nobody wants to buy it. Okay. Oh, that event went great. Okay, we're going to keep it. You're like, mm-hmm. okay. Whatever. I don't know. Weird move, for sure. I mean, it makes sense if that's, if it went the exact way I just said. Sell it because you're unsure. Turns out it's, it has people excited. I'm, I'm assuming it's some weird. There's some. They were pumping up their stock numbers or something. Some weird, trying to accomplish some shady, some backhanded bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Over here. Look over here. Look over here. Ooh, stock prices went up by ten dollars. <laughs> money in my pocket. I got a pocket. Got a pocket full of money. <laughs> Not sunshine. Uh, I mean, they're the same thing. Yeah, really. If I see sunshine, the first thing I think of is money. Not true. But if I see money, the first thing I think of is how many hookers? How many hookers? How many RTX 3090s? It's the same thing. (laughs) I'm buying a whore either way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like it. Oculus. I don't know. I don't even know how that logic in my head works, but sure, go with it. Uh, Oculus has stopped selling Rift and Quest headsets to German consumers. The headsets have been pulled pending discussions with German regulators. German site Heiss Online (laughs) has received a statement from the Hamburg Commissioner for Data Protection and Freedom of Information. That's a mouthful. Casting doubt on the legality of Facebook's recent announcement that Oculus users will be required to create a Facebook account. And tie it to their hardware. There it is. Go Germany. Go Germany. <laughs> Get them. Yeah, that's cool. Not, not going to help us in the U.S., but it's cool. Yeah, but also not surprising because we've seen it happen with similar, similar things before. Mm-hmm. I should really sell my headset. You know? You're, you're running out of time. You know? Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah, no. Number five. Psionics is dropping PlayStation Plush. Plush Playstations. From the sky. They will rain down onto the small children of Africa. What about the large children of Africa? They don't get them. Okay. They eat the small children. (laughs) (laughs) It's got really dark. (laughs) I mean, it started off dark when I mentioned Africa. Uh, Number five. Psionics is what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gave me a side look. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm just my mind just it's going the, weird places. It's just, I don't whenever know. I go with those jokes, it's usually the old uh, Super Bowl loser shirts. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they have both winter shirts already made. You're like, where else do you send all the loser shirts? World Series champion shirts, all the same thing. You know, every gigantic sporting event. You're like, there's there are different histories in different parts of this world. See, too much faith though. Oh yeah, no, we don't actually <laughs> we don't actually do that. They're probably just getting burnt in the dumpster behind. They're probably not even getting burnt. They're probably in full cardboard boxes that are easily shippable that they then picked up and put in the dump. Yep. You're like, why don't you just send them somewhere? Clothe homeless people. Who gives a shit? And they're like, no, 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 we can't. Because, <laughs> like, what if one person looks at the homeless person and they're like, he didn't win the Super Bowl. And they beat the shit out of him. You're like, <laughs> why is it on you? <laughs> I, but that, hey. The backwards logic of the Washington football team. There it is. Thanks for listening. There's there's <laughs> like six more steps to where I got, but you you guys can put it together. Number five. Psionics is dropping PlayStation Plus and Nintendo Switch Online when it requirements when it makes Rocket League free to play later this year. Psionics confirmed in a blog post that subscriptions to those services will no longer be required when Rocket League switches to free-to-play. Pretty cool. Free-to-play. Truly free-to-play. Rocket League. Still going. Still kicking. Yeah. Been... Five or six years? Pretty crazy. Think we'll get a Rocket League 2? He thinks he's just going to do the paid like, service. Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> Rocket League 2. More neon. <laughs> more cars. More balls. I don't know. I could see them. I don't know what you'd do in a 2. I don't know either. I just assume they'd. I, I feel like they do. Uh, what is it called? The Battle Pass? No. That's a popular model. Microtransactions. No. Games as a service is the is the term I'm looking for. Which Why? is what? Games as a service. Yeah, but how do you how do you work that? What? Work what? That with Rocket League. That that's the mo- like they'll just keep updating the game and it'll just be like Oh yeah, yeah. No. I'm pretty sure that's what they've already started yeah. doing three years ago. Yeah. While they work on whatever else Didn't they're we working talk on. About that they were migrating it to like Unreal or something or uh, there was some talk when, Unreal Ep- 4 when three Epic or... bought them or whatever yeah. that there was... They are going to... I don't know. I don't remember. There was an engine change at one point, but it's it's over now, I'm pretty yeah. sure. iPad, man. Starting to act like your tablet. My, my tablet is old as shit yeah. for a tablet. I mean, this thing's pretty old. This is an, I, this is an iPad 2. An OG 2? I don't think it's no, it's not an OG two. No, it's not. It's an is it a first gen air? I don't know, but it is still old. Yeah. In case anybody's ever curious about how nightmarish Apple's naming conventions are, work in retail from the time roughly that iPads existed till now. Good luck. Hey, do you have the Apple iPad two? Uh yeah. Okay, but can I get the iPad two in one of the different gig sizes? Oh, you mean the iPad 3. No, we don't carry that one. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. There was nothing worse than trying to read those tags. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've had, I, Apple's naming scheme. Apple's Apple's naming schemes. Period. Because that now they're doing it with their phones as well. Terrible. It's one where it's it starts off and it makes sense, and then mm-hmm. they step on themselves. Yeah. Like in two generations after. Yeah. Like, all right, let's start just stomping on our own ideas. Like, what? No, just call it an iPad four. Why is that so hard? iPad Air, that makes sense. That's fine. But ditch the other first four that you now talk about. Stop selling 18 versions. Not And sometimes that's not necessarily on Apple. I was going to go on a complete rant. I was going to go on a complete rant about our Black Friday problems. And when we would have to organize an entire iPad case without, with just knowing, with knowing and reading mm-hmm. and no label, like just gotta know and that takes three hours and then i walk in the next day to find out some stupid fuck threw the entire case around and i have to resort the entire thing i was enraged on saturday to the point where people avoided me which isn't the trials and tribulations of (sighs) retail and one specific manager uh where are we hello games doing a podcast hello games just released a smaller game called the last campfire on epic right now for 15 dollars but studio founder sean murray already revealed to polygon that the next project will be just as big and ambitious as no man's sky sean murray begins digging early grave years early <laughs> news when, at 11 <laughs> <laughs> when questioned on whether he'd like to do a lot of press events again to build hype the founder of hello games seemed to prefer a slightly stealthier approach quote i look back having done a lot of different press opportunities and things like that and i reckon about half of what we did and a lot of where we had problems i think where we were naive we didn't really need to do and we would have had the same level of success I think you would have had more success if you just shut the fuck up. That's too too harsh at Sean. But at the same time, he needed to stop doing press events. Yeah, I'm wondering like how much early on. Because even when we saw the first press events, you could just tell that he was excited and kept going. And we're like, Hmm. you're not doing... There's no way if you're doing what you're saying that this is launching when you think it's launching. Yeah. Now, five, six years later? Okay, that makes sense, yeah. I just wish, like, we could have, like, a simulation and play out what would happen if the current guys, the current version of No Man's Sky was what launched. Right. With all the hype. If... Like what would have happened? Yeah, if that launched, what? How does how does the entire? Because that's a trickle down effect of not just what it doesn't mean. What does it mean specifically to Hello Games and Sean and the team there and everything like that, and and PlayStation and all these things because it was an exclusive to PlayStation. Let's let's twist history to the point where it's let's release current No Man's Sky on everything. So drop current No Man's Sky back then on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. What happens? Does the gaming world just get so confused? Like when you would show an iPhone to somebody from 1784? (laughs) 
that their head should just explode or look similar to the Nazi from Indiana Jones, where his face just melts? Would that same thing happen? I would like to think so. It'd be interesting to see happen. Sure, sure. Does it change Red Dead 2? I don't actually think so, but interesting to think of if we're really going to go to butterfly effect levels. Yeah. Yeah, what would have happened if it stayed a PlayStation exclusive? You what know? happens to Minecraft? What happens to Astroneer? Maybe they don't even happen now because everyone's just so like shut down. Okay, well, I mean, Minecraft was happening, but... Yeah, well, I'm talking Minecraft, about Astroneer. Does Minecraft go to space? Like, spacecraft. In, in default game, not modded? I don't know. It's too much for my, my small brain to handle, to be honest with you. Does the Nintendo Switch even exist? All right, now we're getting crazy here. <laughs> Does No Man's Sky come out on Nintendo Switch? No Man's Sky launch title Nintendo Switch? No Man's Sky Nintendo exclusive Wii U. What happens? What the fuck? What happens to the world when you give them a touchpad and a half-promised game? That reminds me of something. Me saying Wii U touchpad? Yeah, it made me think of the PlayStation controller thing I saw earlier on the way before I came here. The PS5 controller or is it? Yeah, the. What the fuck is it? Hey, cool. Um, (laughs) I'm getting distracted. No, I thought I saw a thing of um, of uh, the PlayStation 5 controller supposed to have a dark, a night mode, dark mode. Yeah, wrap your. What does that that mean? Wrap your brain around that. Does that one. just mean you turn off the LEDs on it so now my controller gets lost in the darkness while I'm playing in by only the TV light? If it means dark mode in terms of I can buy a black controller instead of a white one, I'm down for that because I want that anyway. That white controller is too much. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, what the? Sorry. All around me are familiar faces. Yeah, apparently it has a night mode. Um, this it's not an LED screen. I'm not looking down at that from my mini map. But that would be awesome if that's what they had chosen to do instead of just making a weird swipe touchpad. You imagine if that's where like your Red Dead map was or your GTA map? What that? I'm sorry. On on the touchpad, that'd be dope. You know, it would be so dope. You just so you, you know, just, you hold the controller up in front of your face and you're like. You know, right, I gotta be, go left on two streets. <laughs> that would be cool. Or like, you know how like they have the cars have the heads up displays. Like you have head up heads up display on your yeah. on your controller. Give me my miles per hour and stuff on on my controller. Make it an LED screen, or just a map. Like yeah, a little map there. Be great. In GTA. It should have been your cell phone. That should have been an LED screen. That was your cell phone. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. There is actual application for that, not swipe touchpads and I want to shake to do a spray can. Yeah. I know that's referencing the beginning of the PlayStation console and things have changed, but still. Uh, No, there was... What, what was the most recent one? There was a recent one. I mean, Shishima used oh, the touchpad. Oh, it was fucking... Wasn't it... Was last, uh, last was part two. You had to shake your... For, for the, the battery. Yeah, flashlight yeah. battery. Which didn't happen... But that was a... I maybe did that five times during the entire game. Mm-hmm. Infamous Second Son, it was a scripted, written-in mechanic. Of, did you not use your flashlight in The Last of Us Part Two? Uh, mine was always on. I think mine mostly was, but I don't think I ever really had to run out that much. Oh. To, at least to the point where I don't remember. And I think it was worse for Second Son either way, because while Last of Us was annoying... You didn't even have to turn it sideways. You could literally just flick it to mm-hmm. go up and down and it would still count itself. Second Son wanted you to turn it sideways so you now have control basically of a vertical controller. A shake and weight. A shake weight basically. Up and down like you would shake a spray paint can or a shake weight or a, something else. And then you they still Penis. wanted you to pull the trigger with your index finger while you had it vertical to spray paint these graffiti tags. And I couldn't get more annoyed at a mechanic that wasn't in VR. That's in VR. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Just because you get new tech doesn't mean you should use it. You want to know what I never saw in uh, the Nintendo games, like especially Super Mario Odyssey or Zelda? Well, not that I can remember in the little bit I played of Zelda, but especially like Odyssey. When... You saw it in one two switch, but they dedicated the entire game to let's show off the movement sensors and stuff and uh vibration controls and everything like that in the Joy Cons. But that entire game was dedicated was all mini games de- dedicated to that. When you what got type to- of psycho leaves stickers on a monitor this long? Can you just <laughs> not right now? <laughs> 
That's been there. You know what I noticed the other day too? That's been around. Hold on. This brings up. This reminds me of something actually. You know what? I you sent me a Snapchat the other day of your desk, and you still have the stickers on your monitor stand as well. (laughs) So what? (laughs) So you just. That one's more unacceptable than that. Yeah, but that's like... I don't know what. Continue continue with your spray painting. I don't look down at the bottom of my monitor stand when I'm playing games. Yeah, but you got I would be terrible if I did You got the Ikea Battle Station thing going on here. You know? You got to clean it up. And if you're going to ever take the photo of it, you never show that in the photo. It's always a dang... Whatever. It's the details that matter. All right? Do you see this room? There's a lot more other details that are a problem. I literally looked at that Snapchat. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what you looked at. Now I'm just going to send you pictures of that monitor constantly just to piss you off. Anyways. So. <laughs> one, two, switch was yeah. the entire, all the mini games were built on basically the joke from the original launch thing where they're like, how many ice cubes are in here? Two, huh? now it feels like three <laughs> all all of the games i want to switch are movement based or vibration based you know the old funhouse quote i, I take out the kids and i make them gay the whole thing mm-hmm. then you go but like super mario odyssey there's not any emphasis on you should feel the amazing rumble techniques that we have in here can you? Sure. If you're playing with Joy-Cons, you can flick the hat. That's all it is. That's just a motion. Like, that's a quick little motion thing. That's not... Like, when they when they build games to show off those features, they build the entire game to do it. 1-2-Switch and Ring Fit Adventure and Labo are the three biggest examples I can find of them doing weird shit to specifically show off technology. PlayStation goes... Here's all this cool stuff. And one of the launch exclusives goes, all right, cool. So we can like shake it for a spray paint can. Semi-okay mechanic. Way too complicated and stupid. Well, and Killzone wasn't much greater about using the touchpad for how that was how you in Shadowfall, I believe, controlled the drone that was with you as you had swipe controls plus button presses to do other things with it. Because... Nobody knew how to what they should do. That's what that's what I was gonna say. Was like, I feel like it was probably PlayStation went to him was like, you have this, find a way to use it. Yeah, that's and exactly. Went, what do, what do you guys do? Vibrate, spray paint, can the touchpad. The touchpad is a perfect example of that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the, the only game I can think of that used it in a, a, a I thought a, a not inconvenient way. Was Ghost. Yeah, yeah. In terms of a, a, like swipe a PlayStation up, swipe, exclusive yeah. that basically made it a second D-pad. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean it needs to be a touchpad in any way. No. Also, you want to know what's terrible on it? For me? And maybe somebody's got the secret to it. Why is that an option to type with? Oh, the touchpad? Yeah. I don't know. Who would I've use never, that? I've never Who? tried to use it. They should have stuck with the rumor that it would be an LED screen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with they that. They did sentiment. the great tie-in with GTA and other things. With the light bar. With the light bars. So good. It's a great tie-in. Now, 
Don't put a touchpad. I know we already got the touchpad for PS5, but like, come on. Make it a translucent touchpad. Maybe that's the joke we all don't know. That white is just a translucent to a screen in the background that shines through, but it's still a touchpad. It's not really, but that would be... Expensive is what that would be. (laughs) $120 controllers. We're welcome. Number seven. Next generation console price leaks have officially begun. And no, it's not Walmart Canada. Wow. But one of them is Europe. I feel like we should send a trophy to Walmart Canada. No, we should send failure awards because they weren't the first. Normally they are. (laughs) Good job finishing last, fucking losers. (laughs) Way to go, dumbasses. Anyway, for the Xbox Series X, thanks to a Pringles advertisement running in South Africa. That's why you can't trust chips in a can. In too small of a can. You can't fit your hand in there. I have I have tiny hands. Yeah, I can't fit my fucking hands in a. I have larger hands, and I can get like two fingers in, and then I'm just kind of fishing around in there to. That's (laughs) what she said. Hell. Anyway, yeah. So Pringles advertisement running in South Africa shows the console for sale at thirteen thousand five hundred rand, which is a currency. When converted, and converted to pounds first, as pounds lines up closer to the U.S. dollar, uh, the cost seems to be around $600. I think it's like specifically 614 or something like that, but enough where you go, okay, that makes sense. As for the PlayStation 5, thanks to a report from French website Xboxygen, I mean... <laughs> Of all names. What a fucking name. Why wouldn't they have the PlayStation 5 prices? Uh, The standard PS5 would be $600, and the digital edition would be $500. And now silence on us from rumors going forward until official announcements or confirmations. We'll talk about the first ones and then official, because I'm not dealing with the other 17 sites that leak potential prices. Yeah, that's why I stopped including rumors. So I was like, I'm fucking done playing this game. That's why I was like, once I see these ones that are an advertisement and a post... Cool, there it is. After that, you now have to wait. I think this is, these are probably pretty realistic prices because if we haven't heard prices by now... They have to be more than $500. It's, yeah, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> it is. It is one of those generations where people are going to... I mean, our initial guesses were both 500 and I would still like them to be both 500. Mm-hmm. 600 and 500 also still makes a lot of sense to me. I still don't necessarily agree with the digital thing being $100 cheaper. But if it's 500 and not 600, I'm buying it. That's done. I, there's not a there's not a discussion in my head where I don't do that. You're saying buy the six, digital. The, you're you're going to buy the digital. If it's 500 versus 600, I would just buy the digital one. Uh, I think I'm still, I'd still go for the, com- the full version, the, yeah. the, re- the regular, uh, because of the 4k Blu-ray player. Hmm. I just don't buy movies. Yeah. On disc anyway. Yeah. 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 So I'll just 4k Blu-ray quality stream from Amazon, Netflix and so on. Uh, how, where do I want to take this? I take it wherever you want. <laughs> no, I think these microphones are detachable. We can walk somewhere. 
It's 25 feet. We got a lot of room in this house. It's worth it in my mind because to get a 4K Blu-ray player, it's two $300 anyways. So what's another $100? 4K Blu-ray player. 4K. Don't make me do this. Blu-ray player. True 4K, not a 4K upscale Blu-ray player. Matt, we just saw that last time I looked at these, a 4K external CD drive. Well, whatever. For, for you're saying for a PC. Uh, yeah. So? You have one. Yeah, but I'm not going to hook my PC up to my TV. Easily could. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, but that's just an extra. That's more work. That's more work. Versus spending another $100? It's a convenience if thing. If you didn't have to? It's Because, like, to, to, to sit on my couch and to run, that's like a whole, like, I got I to gotta redo everything. Redo no, everything. You don't. You don't, have to, you don't have to redo anything. Yes, you do. No, you don't. I would totally have to. We're not getting into this. Anyways. I literally could just tell you also, what, two buttons. VLC. Stream. Also. Uh, streaming 4K. Not the same quality as 4K Blu-ray. But that's splitting hairs. I mean, if we want to split them. Then yes, I will secede that point. <laughs> I get you don't care. <laughs> How many? What's the last time you bought a 4K Blu-ray? And what was it? I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player, so. <laughs> but I do own 4K Blu-rays. The last one I bought was the Revenant. Even better, that's 2013. <laughs> It's, I it's, still want the option. That's a, 20, that's a 2013 movie that was not shot in 4K. So that is upscaled by definition. So what the hell are you talking about? It was shot in 4K. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Hold on. I got I to gotta, I gotta keep looking up the Blu-ray thing before. <laughs> All right. You look up that. I'll look up 4K Revenant. Was it? Because I, I don't know if it was shot in 4K. Uh, one from Sony for 100 bucks. So, yeah, I guess you're right. But that... Is it upscale 4K or is it true 4K? Oh, let me click on it because it's just the first thing that comes up for. Welcome to the Gamers 2 podcast where we spend time Googling items while we're arguing about things. Upscale. Hold on. Oh, that's a Wi-Fi one too. Oh, I don't even know know who the store is, but the one has them for $200. Uh, The Revenant is shot digitally native 4K. But what was it? Was it not on 30 millimeter film? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twat. <laughs> That's not me. That's just movie snobs. That, what is, what's the argument? Is it 42 and 27 or uh, 35 and 70 maybe? Yeah, I don't know. There was some. It could be was some. It, was it Spielberg? Somebody was shooting off about it when they were discussing was The Hobbit maybe was shot different. I don't remember. Um, but it was probably Quentin Tarantino and it was probably The Hateful Eight. Because that was a whole thing. That, make, that might make sense. That makes where he sense. Yeah. he shot the movie in seventy millimeter because that was what the westerns were shot in, or yeah, whatever. Some purist bullshit. Yeah. Basically, yeah. No, but to me, I get. Okay. I I understand the argument. The five hundred dollars. Either way, yeah. The discussion is five hundred versus six hundred upfront immediately. And then my argument goes to Matt of he's going to spend thirty five dollars if he buys a the four K Blu Ray new. Be at least thirty five dollars. Mm-hmm. So now you spent one hundred and thirty five dollars for one movie. Where I'm like, I'll pay five hundred dollars, stream it at a slightly lower quality, slightly lower quality, and not pay thirty five dollars up front because well, a here's four K blue four K 
movie, depending on if it's a streaming service or even if I purchase it on Amazon, mm-hmm. is not $35. But this is the, the issue. I think I will double check while you say that, actually, because once I don't, again, I could be speaking out of my ass. Apparently, I have been this entire time. Oh, I don't I don't even know what your question was at this point. Uh, If what a 4K movie would cost on Amazon. Oh, that's it's probably like digitally. I mean, oh, I don't know. Digitally. Yeah, not, not like if I bought the physical option. Like if I bought the, the issue I have that you don't have, though, is that there's things that I watch that aren't available on streaming services that I would probably want to watch in 4K because it's some whack fucking Japanese anime or something like that. No, no, that's what you exactly watch on <laughs> streaming services that you can't find physical media of. It's The problem is, though... They, that's, that's exactly both, what you stream. Both, both problems exist in the same thing. So you can't like there's things that I want to watch that I can't get on streaming services, but I could buy in physical media. And then there's things that you know aren't available in physical media that I can watch on a streaming service. But my point is that I want the option. I'd want the option and I plan on buying a 4K Blu-ray player anyway, so I was, you know, why not get the PS5 or series x or whatever your poison is and okay you know there it is that, I'm not those saying, are I'm completely not... useless arguments I'm, saying, I'm, not just... even, I'm not even saying you're wrong i'm just saying like preference wise between the two of us i'm just saying i'm right and you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying between the two of us to get that to get the same job done eh. we're, we're getting we're doing different jobs here we're doing semi-different jobs. <laughs> there, it's a Venn diagram that has an overlap. The overlap isn't that big. It's the PlayStation. It's, it's playing <laughs> games. It's the overlap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but the overlap is also play games, watch movies. Then the discussion becomes physical or not, and that is the only part. that is. You know, you tell us, guys. You tell us. Yeah. Six <laughs> people listening. What are you Do you want to argue? <laughs> which version would you buy for $500 and $600? Pending that the only difference is a 4K Blu-ray player included or not. Which is all we know to be yeah. the difference. A disc drive, essentially, that yeah. is, yeah. All right. In this day and age. Heathens with their discs, their physical media. Do you still buy PC computer games? Because when you download them... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. I could go really reductionist with that dumb statement, but I'm not going to do it because <laughs> it's not the same thing. Uh, I don't think you. you I am looking for a laser disc player. If anyone's got a lead on one of those, a laser disc player. Yeah. Uh, why a laser disc player, dude? I have like 80 laser disc movies. Yeah, but you need to find a new one, not an old one. You need to find like the. I like, need just a. They don't make them new anymore. I just need oh, to find they one. They don't. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't have that same randomness that they did with the record players now, where you can get the new ones that pump into everything. No, the last like, one. You, you need was, a laser display that has HDMI in the back, so you can still plug it into the TV. Uh, so you know, somebody makes one somewhere. I'd the last some one was random country where they're like, I modified this Raspberry Pi to read laser discs, and you're like, whatever, dude. The last laser disc player in production was i think panasonic in japan in like 2008 or something like that's that. close enough so have one shipped over yeah i mean if they weren't like 300 dollars, i would <laughs> there's some there's okay so the next question is 
what are the Laserdisc movies, and do you think you could find them in a digital format? And I swear to Christ, Matt, if your answer is, I want to watch them on the Laserdisc because they'd be higher quality, bite me. <laughs> it's not – see, that's the – your argument is valid because – and that's why I haven't bought one because there's no reason for it. It's just one of those things, like records. It's like records. There's no fucking reason for records. But people still want them. I don't know. Apparently, that new argument is that it's better if you listen on a vinyl because then you That's, can really hear. I'm like, that might have been true. That's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. And it also might have been true in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, I get when the you argument. you didn't have an option. I get the argument. Like, if you like the sound of vinyl, that's cool. Yeah. The whole it's better thing. That's you just need to put a sound card in your PC, just, and then your problems are solved. And then you get a good set of speakers, yeah. which is the main problem with all of it. Because guess what? If you have a record player with a bad set of speakers, guess what it sounds like? A shitty record player with a shit set of speakers. If you put $30,000 rims on a 94 Civic, it's still a 94 Civic. It's got sick rims, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pig with lipstick on it. Uh, still a pig, man. Still bacon. Shut up. I'm gonna tell Miss Piggy. She she banging. She get it. That's a sentence. Can I get the fan art, <laughs> the fan, the fanfic of Matt banging Miss Piggy? It'd be raunchy. All right, just throwing it out there. Um, she would dominate the shit out of you, and I'd like every second of it. <laughs> uh, where was she I going with this? Would, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna go somewhere it shouldn't on this podcast that's not rated e for everyone all right should we move on i think we're done with that with laser discs w- were we still talking about the price con the prices of the new consoles <laughs> I, I don't know i think that stopped after i read them um yeah fuck it let's go but yeah so i would buy the 500 dollars version because there's no reason to, <laughs> to pay 600 i think it's even funnier It's it's the interesting thing when we still don't know what Lockhart is. Then we don't and even yeah to, because they still don't know what Lockhart is. So we're gonna drop it, if they're if the two standards match up at six hundred or whatever if they match up in price whatever the price is it makes sense and then you drop the digital one okay that's fine but whatever this whole Lockhart thing is nothing's adding up with Lockhart really I still maintain my two eggs or my two baskets of eggs. Yeah, I don't maintain my eggs. That's a statement for not me. No <laughs> eggs, no eggs over here. <laughs> I have baskets of eggs. It's a different thing. Don't ask where I got them. Just baskets of eggs. Fucking goose. If you're de- <laughs> if you're desperate to know, the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War multiplayer reveal event will take place on Wednesday. September 9th. What? What? So, yeah, we'll be talking about that. On September 10th, Ubisoft has scheduled an Ubisoft Forward event with rumors of a Prince of Persia announcement making the rounds. That's not happening. Yes. Cool. Here's your rumors about a Splinter Cell <laughs> happening, too. I think, I don't know. They posted that picture, and I don't know if that's where people are getting that thing from. I don't They also posted know. a picture of Sam's fucking night vision goggles and then went, and he's in Rainbow Six. And you're like, What? What? Um, yeah, so if you're curious about uh, those two things, we will be talking about them next week. Oh, for sure. Uh, 
Uh, and then here's some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. Uh, cue the intro music. Questionable things that didn't get paragraphs. Uh, Witcher 3 is making its way to next gen. And an interesting move. That is an interesting move. Are they handling it in-house? Yep, in-house, upscaling, all that fun stuff. Jesus. Really? Yep. In-house. As far as I know. Interesting. The new Skyrim. <laughs> Number two, uh, Hitman 3's next-gen upgrade will be free. Nice. Good for them. Good move. And Matt's favorite Ubisoft game, not named The Sailing Game. That's a bold move. I don't even fucking know what this game is. Gods and Monsters has had an official name change to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, Gods and Monsters is that one where uh, during E3 last year they show absolutely nothing. There's a green hill. And there's like a bird creature thing at the top of it. And they go, gods and monsters. And I'm like, that's not coming out anytime soon. You guys remember when Beyond Good and Evil 2 existed? <laughs> Same thing. Ubisoft's like, nah. I mean, so you got Beyond Good and they Evil 2. Never, which they never, 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 never should have shown that in E3. That should have been a blog post saying, we're beginning work on and that's it. Yeah. Uh Gods and Monsters or um, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rising, which they spelled Phoenix wrong. No, right? that's that's the cool new way to spell it. Oh, new being God. N with an U, uh, sorry, with an U, N with a U with an umlaut over the top of it. it the cool new way. It hurts so bad. Um, and then Skull and Bones. Yep. Skull and Bones is never going to happen. It's just I'm waiting for the day we get to read the line that says it has been canceled internally. Uh, you'll never get that because they will silently scrap it and They'll then just use its dead carcass for another game. We'll hope everybody forgets and then you'll see mechanics of it show up in the next Assassin's Creed and you're like, I yes, knew it. Yes. Um, I don't even, they, we know nothing about this game, so. Nope. Right. They literally showed that moment and I haven't seen anything from it. I'll since. be honest with you. I'm more excited about The Witcher 3 coming to next gen. <laughs> Than any of these things, honestly. Yeah. The other, I mean, the other two were just like the Hitman thing was cool. Yeah, get the new, that's ex, cool. new get the X upgrade, and the the uh, Gods and Monsters thing was just funny to me. Yeah, it just is. like okay, cool. You changed the name of a game that still no one is positive about. Mm-hmm. All right, but hey, Witcher three. I've already played Witcher, so it doesn't do anything for me. And I, and I played it on PC, so yeah. We should do a thing, a segment at the end of the fiscal year where we rate all the publishers and, and based on their fiscal years, just based on like, or based on like what they did and didn't do within the fiscal year. Yeah. What like, like Ubisoft would probably be like, I would say last, but there's things like EA and. Oh no, EA would win. EA has Anthem in the fiscal year. Would they, all right. Are they winning or are they losing? What are we talking about here? (laughs) We'd have to come up with criteria because i was saying we just rank them like oh like best to worst or whatever ea would still be getting close to the bottom yeah so it'd be a fight between ubisoft's like ubisoft still has we still have assassin's creed coming yeah. we still have watchdogs coming they have good stuff it's just the, it's like these type of things that they constantly like drop the ball on Oh, if we were going to do that list, yeah. it would get real interesting with like Activision and Blizzard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because they would get the moment of really swinging for the fences for that bottom of that ladder. Honestly, it might be harder to pick the best. Because we could easily find negatives in all of them. Do we want to mention Bioware? Because they, they lose. Or do we just... Do we lope them in with EA? I would lope them in with EA. That plummets EA's <laughs> ability. Ah... <laughs> <sighs> Fiscal year would be an interesting time timeline of looking at it because you'd get away from certain things. Like Anthem technically isn't in the fiscal year anymore. That's gone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, if we... There was an update for Anthem. We didn't go over it, though. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I, there was. I didn't even look at it. Was the update, we're still working on the entire refixing of this? Yeah, I think so. It was essentially a 2.0, Anthem 2.0 update or something like that. Still working on it. All right, cool. Unless, unless it was, we've given up. Which would have been more newsworthy. <laughs> Anthem 2.0, uh, we are now officially working on the next Dragon Age. And <laughs> Dragon would... Age will now have mechs in it because we don't know what to do with Anthem. I just want uh, Mass Effect remaster, please. You can keep wanting that, but there were rumors that it went that it got delayed. Well, add it to the fucking list of game delays because we got a pile. Also, did you see the Batman I like, news? I like the idea that we have a yeah, Pat and got COVID. So. Yeah, so did the uh, Rock. Like, no, interesting. So then it goes Black Adam. Uh, I like the idea that we basically <laughs> Adam to the less. <laughs> I like the idea that we just have a, I don't know, six foot bookshelf worth of DVD cases that are all just things that we're expecting to see soon, mm-hmm. and then behind us is the landfill of delays. And every now and then we just kind of look at the shelf and we're like, uh, nope. And just over the shoulder about as high, high as we can land it on top of the landfill. You know what would be interesting? We should make a board, a, a, like a whiteboard of like hype, of like a hype build. Of like what we're hyped for? It could be that or, or it could what, be like what we what, see a lot of hype in. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Cyberpunk like would be like yeah, Cyberpunk at would, the top. Yeah. I mean... We can fit a large whiteboard on a wall in here. I've wanted to do it anyway for Football Manager, which is an entire other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to put a whiteboard in here, but I can't justify buying one that's on wheels and like rolling it out mm-hmm. for myself. Just figure out your just figure out your uh, your metal situation and your trophy situation. No, I still don't know what I'm going to do for that. Right. I'm fifty fifty on. I think I'm. I have an idea of what I'm gonna. No, I don't. I have no idea. Okay. I haven't figured out what I want to do. The idea before, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I get like custom patches or something because those are just easy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you do with a patch? Nothing. You don't do anything with a patch. You, I think what we should do. Or anything. And then I was like, do I get the world's smallest trophy with a larger plaque than the trophy itself is? I think we should build our own trophy using a baby soccer cleat. That's sad as shit. Be so great, but it has to get sent to the person in second that says sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like in a shadow box, and it'll be a baby soccer cleat and a tiny violin, <laughs> world's smallest violin. Or we go buy like the young young kid toys, right? Those the small dolls that are basically all in onesies that. The only hard part are the hands, legs, and head. The oh, yeah. entire other thing is just meant to be hucked yeah, around. Like the but cabbage you, patch doll type Yeah, but things. if you caught somebody with one of the heads, you dent their skull mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. Take that, pop the head out, screw the head onto the top of the trophy stand, 
we send that. <laughs> Some like Braveheart shit where we're sending body parts to the corners of the country. No, no, no. Just t- tiny doll heads. I don't know. <laughs> I like oh. I like the, the, the it, okay. So we couldn't do a small child. We'd have to do. We'd have to find uh, like an American Girl doll cleat or something roughly that size, so it's only three inches in length or so, mm-hmm. and then mount it kind of like an angle. Yeah, like on a shoe stand type thing. Yeah, yeah. Get one of the ping pong balls that's painted like a soccer ball and put that in front of it as a joke. And... I don't know why we made it all really tiny, but because <laughs> you can't make it big, it's going to too much to ship. Yeah. I can't, what am I going to do? You're going to walk in here one day and see a full size 13 cleat with a soccer ball that says mm-hmm. "World's First Loser." Like you're not going to see that. Yeah, that's true. And we can't send it to the loser. The whole point is to send something to the winner. We can't send it to the loser. But I do like the idea that it was just the tiny cleat. It's like, sorry for your loss, because <laughs> that's just just dark and disturbing. Uh, if anybody has any ideas of what. It's basically the equivalent of what you should send somebody for winning a fantasy league. But it's football manager. But it's football manager, so it's soccer, and it's extremely more in-depth. Fantasy is a baby game compared to what we are dealing with. And it's we want it to be easily send, sendable back and forth to whoever the current reigning winner between the two of us is. And it's got to be usable. Like patches make sense because you can. You I, can if do it was a like weird... golf, I would say. See, I wish there was like an article of clothing or something. Like if it was golf, it, you could just do like a green blazer, and like that would oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> ma- like masters blazer equivalent. Yeah. Well, the the joke in like soccer is we could send each other a golden ball. Yeah. But that's a whole yeah ball, and I mean we could get the we could get like a small the the smaller <laughs> ones. <laughs> No, not the inflated <laughs> one. But you remember, like the small ones mm-hmm. that are not even yeah. sold in the soccer aisle. Usually, they're almost mm-hmm. like uh, what would be called the futsal ball, mm-hmm. but they're super small. And just spray paint that entire thing gold. Yeah, and then send that, and or not even send that, but spray paint that entire thing gold, and then have it held in such a way that has current. You should Current get, defending football manager champion or something. You should get a championship ring made. That's gonna be way too much money. <laughs> if if I if we were that's, if, a, that's a golden soccer ball, be so great though. If if you could get just like a class ring size mm-hmm. that was just etched with a soccer, or do you want to put the soccer ball like on top of it, like yeah. a ring pop? Yep. Oh, <laughs> not like that's a like, ring pop, but like. The dome of the class ring type thing would be a soccer ball. Yeah, it would be the face of a soccer yeah. ball. I was thinking either that with a you know laser etched in or whatever, or ring pop style golden soccer ball on top of it, so it's almost just obnoxious. Yeah. Are right, we getting way too into the weeds on this? Yeah. So anyway, this is a gamers. <laughs> this is the gamers two podcast. You've been listening to the gamers two podcast for the days of September fourth, twenty twenty. Now up, Nate will talk about some bullshit for new deals coming up in the coming weeks. Do we have new deals? Oh, I do have new deals. Do I have to click on anything? You should click on the humble link. I don't know why I'm still doing the voice. But click on the humble link and hopefully it's new because this morning was when it should have turned over. If you see Vampire, it's not new. It's new. Okay, so... 
speaking of other things, some deals to highlight. If you have PlayStation Plus for the month of September, you will be getting PUBG and Street Fighter V being available to download from September 1st to the 5th. Sorry, September 1st to October 5th. If you have Xbox Live Gold, you will be getting these games for free. The Division, some from September 1st to the 30th on Xbox One. That's right. The Division, not Division 2, The Division. That's cool, though. It's a cool game to play. Yeah, it's a cool game. Just an old one. Uh, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 from September 16th to October 15th on Xbox One. The Blob 2 from September 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and 360. And Armed and Dangerous, September 16th to September 30th on Xbox One and Xbox 360. And if you have Prime Gaming, and if you have Amazon Prime, obviously you have Prime Gaming, you get these games free for the month of September, so make sure you go claim them. Pumped BMX Pro. Effie, Outcast, Second Contact, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops, and Autonauts. And Matt will now tell you if you subscribe to the Humble Choice monthly option, what your options for the month are. If they told you all 12 or did they only give you select things? So far they're showing three. All right, so these are the three of, I think, up to 12, depending on what tier you buy at, that you can choose from when they release. Uh, Forager. Fun game. Fun little indie game. Generation Zero. Golf with your friends. Caddy Pack. I don't know what the Caddy Pack is, but Golf with your friends is a fun mini golf game. And that is it for what they're showing you, at least. Yeah. And there'll be more, and then depending on what you tier you buy at, you can, excuse me, unlock more per choice. Because you get to choose. Hence why it's called Humble Choice. But it has been seven days, Matthew. So what have you been up to? Living. That's about it, unfortunately. No games. Uh, Nothing, really. Yeah, that's it. That's a boring life right now. I live a very boring life. Hopefully it'll change soon in the future. We'll see. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Basically. How about you? I'm sure you got some something going on. I, I mean, I got the usual. Played some football manager today. Played some Madden. Kenny and I started a Wasteland 3 save. Uh, I started playing Tony Hawk. I downloaded a bunch of other games on Game Pass just to tickle my fancy while I'm sitting around doing things. Played some show. Got traded. Off of the damn team I was on to the worst team in the league. So, I'm not bitter. I'm just disappointed. All right. You know, that's what it is. Uh, Haven't really watched anything other than sports. I think season two of The Boys came out, right? It did. It came out today. First three episodes are out right now. Uh, So, I'll probably start burning through that. I, there's a there's a bunch of things I need to either finish. I need to finish. Uh, well, it just started, but the uh, Amazon does their All or Nothing series, where last season they focused on Manchester City. This season they're focusing on Tottenham. So I'm watching those. I'm almost done with the City one. The Tottenham one is new, so it's week to week. So I'm waiting for the second, the next episode of that to come out. Uh, need to start the boys so I can 
be on the same cycle for that. I need to finish Hunters because we never finished it. And I realized that the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to go back and finish that. I think we only had like three episodes, but I'm just going to burn through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I queued up a bunch of other uh, soccer related things on my Amazon. So I'm just like, yep, sure. Give me it. Let's go into the veins. Tap, tap. Give me All it. All right. Into it. It's always entertaining. It's, it's, you know, like watching one of the F1 things where it's all behind the scenes stuff and you're just fascinating. The Man City one so far was been crazy because you're seeing one of the greatest coaches ever go through like tactical things for his players and, you know, all this, you know, what it means and stuff like that. So it's just cool to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did try to watch Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Everyone keeps saying that's good. And I just see it and I don't trust I'm, them. I made it two episodes and I just went, okay. And not, not, nothing of it hooked me to what make is me want to continue. I couldn't even begin to describe it to where it would make any sense. Okay. At least not in the time that I want to stop this podcast. I will attempt to when we are done. I don't, also, I mean, I don't really Also, care as that I'm much, saying so. this, I'm getting a text message. That is complaining about the fact that I don't watch it because a friend of ours has burned I, my ears ringing now. She already knows through two, all two seasons of it and oh, loved still, it. And I'm just like, I don't know why. A few people have said that, and I look at it, and I'm just like, I don't get it. But I I haven't watched it, so I don't know. I made I made it two episodes, and I was like, I don't get it, and so I just kind of stopped. But That's yeah. right. I felt that way about uh, Game of Thrones as well. So. Yeah, Game of Thrones, I just, I would catch recaps enough so I could con- converse with people about it, but I was like, I don't give a shit to ever watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, call me a heathen for it. I don't care. Anyway, that's it for the podcast. We will see you guys in seven, count them, seven days. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.